Today on the TJ TV podcast, TJ talks with Paul Padmore, where he talks about his podcast, the coronavirus, failure, pretty much everything and anything. Go and check it out. Only on TJ TV, on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and much, much more. Welcome to the TJ TV podcast. How's everyone doing today on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon? Welcome to the TJ TV podcast. There's a little bit of Rob Zombie to wake everybody up on this Wednesday afternoon. So, on today's episode, I talk with Paul Padmore. He is my second guest from the UK. And uh, guys, we talked about a lot. Um, like I said in the podcast earlier, you know, he was a really inspirational person. And, you know, we just talked about a whole bunch. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. If you guys do, make sure you like and subscribe on Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, and much more. Go follow me t- on TJ's Vlogs on YouTube where you can catch all my vlogging content, series-based videos, um, sit-down videos, and much more. Also, go follow me on Gleason Photography and Videography on Facebook as well, where I am going to be posting, where I do you know, the same type of stuff, vlogs and series-based content and whatnot. Um, go follow me on TJTV on Facebook, where you can catch all, catch all my past episodes, the Gleason Photography and Videography Experience, which is also on which is on YouTube as well, where you can see uh, every episode from episode 2 to episode, I think, like 13. Um, so go check those out. And uh, yeah, go follow me on Storyfire, TJ's Vlogs, where you can catch all my uh, scripted uh, series where pretty much Storyfire is like a video and writing, uh, you know, app where you can just you know, submit stories and stuff. So go follow me on that too. And uh, I'm actually going to be posting my first episode very soon uh, ever of TJ TV because uh I recently got a hold of the first episode, and uh, I'm going to repost it once uh, once I look at it and whatnot. So go check that out. Um, so that's really it, guys. So let's get on with the interview, and we will see you guys in just a few seconds. 
All right, guys, welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Paul Padmore, who is in London, UK, right? Actually, normally I'm in London, but I'm actually in a place called Basingstoke today, which is in which is in the south coast of England, North, North Hampshire. So geographically, I'm I'm probably about forty minutes from London, forty five minutes from London. All right, so you're my second guest from the UK, honestly. At the moment. Fantastic. I wish I was your first. <laughs> so it's always good to be number one, but number two is still on the podium. Yeah, I mean, like, usually, I I don't know, like, it's, I usually never get people from overseas. I only got one person from overseas, which was about a few years ago, and she was in Ukraine. And okay. uh, then Nicola, who we talked about earlier, she was one, and then you're my second one. You guys are both from like usually. You guys are both from London. Yeah, well, I well, I I'm born in London, but I'm raised raised and based in Hampshire. But I've lived in London for a lot of my life, and what work is the work is, is pretty much over the last fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years has always been London based. So, so yeah, so yeah, so yeah. But Nicola is London. Nicola's um, East London, I believe. And what part are what part are you were you born in? So I was born in South London, a place called Tooting, okay. which is uh, South South London. So yes, yeah, and I I listened to your episode with Nicola and I heard you guys talking about differences between the different sides of London, which was which is cool to hear. Particularly if you're not from London, it's good to hear, so you get a feel for what London's like. Yeah, I was so before like before I canceled my wedding this year, I was actually thinking like for a honeymoon, why don't my why doesn't my uh, future wife and I let's go to London, you know, just to see what it was like. But it was too much money at that point. I don't know what it is now, and we don't even have passports at the moment. I was just going to go get a passport, but we just never did that, you know, because of this whole uh, virus. Yeah, yeah, things have changed a little, but not a little bit massively since that. I guess everybody just wants that to be over as quickly as possible so we can just get back to life. Yeah, definitely. I mean, what well, what are you doing for this whole virus? What's up? What's going on with you with that? Well, I'm I'm, I'm lucky that I'm lucky in a way like you that I podcast. So podcasting keeps me busy and it's fun. I get to connect with people all over the world and say all you need is a laptop and a microphone and some you know conversation and you're good so that so podcasting keeps you busy also I work as well so I've got you know two things that that keep me busy obviously it doesn't it's annoying that we all can't go out but I guess for the time being it's good that we don't go out because, A, we don't want to catch the virus and a close second, we don't want to, nobody wants to infect anybody. So we just have to follow the directive that we're given. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, with me, I, I'm out of work. This is like my fourth week, I believe. Um, so right now I do podcasts three days a week, make videos every, uh, every day or every other day and yeah. it's just with making a video i ra- i feel more 
outgoing when I'm outside, at, you know, versus yeah. inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, because I guess when you're outside, you can be more creative. There's places you can go. There's there's different things that will inspire you. So yeah, I, I kind of get it. But but I, I guess you know it's important that we turn negatives into positives. So there might be some different skill elements that you pick up over this period that weren't in your artillery prior to this. And when you when things get back to normal, you'll be able to use those in combination with the creativity that outside gives you. Definitely. That's my goal. Um, but you said you're a podcaster, which I found you on Instagram a couple of weeks ago. So what is your podcast called and what is it about? Okay, the, the podcast is called My Perfect Failure. And I guess, I don't I guess, it's about failure and success and it's around, I guess the reason, the reason I put the podcast together is that I think there is a trend for people to encounter difficulties and give up because they see failure and success as black and white, but actually they're not. They're kind of one and they're one in the same. So part of the process is that even if we don't hit the goal that we've set ourselves, invariably there's huge growth in that project or whether it is we're working on. So it's important for people to recognise that, understand that, don't treat failure success as black and white. And I guess what we don't want is for people to give up because if you give up, people will never realise their dreams. So I, I guess there are a lot of people that don't have coaches, mentors, you know, family friends that they can talk to when they're going through challenges so I felt that it'd be cool to have a podcast that caters for those guys and if they need some support or some inspiration they can listen to an episode we cover you know things like mindset and resilience positivity um sabotage self-sabotage and uh, a whole a whole sort of heap of things so it's been really cool I get wonderful guests that come on who are experts in their field and they give really cool suggestions and tips and tricks that I can use personally but also hopefully listeners get a chance to put into their life as well so it's kind of like a life coaching podcast so yeah, I guess yes, um yeah, there are there are some synergies with that. Yes, yes, there is. I think it's for anybody that that wants to get to that next level in life and doesn't, and just for people to have that awareness that failure or not hitting our objective is normal. It isn't the end. That's really what the objective is, and th- there is a, an element of life coaching. You, you know, you're right. So. That's what it is. It's, it's really, you know, it's great fun. It's not a doom and gloom type of situation. It's fun. All the guests that I that come on the podcast are really, you know, experts in their field, but they deliver with a a nice understanding, 
fun, creative way that makes it engaging and less, you know, if it's a bit dark, if it's a little bit doom and gloom, then obviously people won't, won't want to listen to that. Wow. It seems like that. What? Check it out sometime. Let me know what you think. Oh no, definitely. I've seen it now. Where's it at? Like, where's it posted? Is it on Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, or? So it's on all the main directory. So it's on Apple. It's on Spotify, Alexa, iHeartRadio. So pretty much, you know, iTunes. All all the main directories you'll be able to find it. Okay, and you get good reviews on it too, as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's good. you know it's about you know I just want to readdress the balance. I want all those people that need support to achieve their objectives and not settle. You know why should anybody settle when this is great? This is all about. So my thing is that we all should aim for the top because the top is possible. Right. I thought you had more to say. That's why I was. That's why I was that long. No, no, boss. no, 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 no. I, I've always got more to say. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think that people can achieve greatness. And but, but I guess the, the podcast role is to let people know that it's there for them, and we shouldn't attach too much credence to situations when they don't go our way. Because if we do, if we do a deep dive into all the people that we admire, whether they're an actor, whether they're a sports person, whether they're a musician, or whatever it is, they do. If we do that deep dive, we will see that they've pretty much universally overcome huge challenges to get there. And that's kind of like the main difference between people that achieve their goals and people that don't, is that those people just don't give up. The, the, the dream is more important than the knocks that they take along the way. Right. I understand that. Now, do you feel that people, like, when they're so close to achieving their goal, they give up just like that? Or do you think people, you know, want to achieve the goal, they just don't do it because they're afraid of failure? Yeah, I think it's a balance. I think that there is an element of you know, fear of failure. You know, I've, I'm sure that it's happened to me in my life where the fear of failure means that you don't even try things. You know, the fear of failure can be one that, you know, you just think, well, it's going to be difficult for me to do that because, you know, I've never done that before, so why would I try? Right. So that's definitely an element. So I think that we all should... If we all have a dream or a dream or a goal, hundred percent, we always should aim for that because if we might not get that first time, or the second time, or the third time. But if it's important, we will get there by hook or crook. And I think there also is an element of you know we can give up when we're very very close. So your question is a very good question, and I think it probably falls between both. Right. Yeah, I mean, because with me personally, I know somebody, I'm not going to say their name. She did a podcast with me about, like, yeah. let's say three years ago. And uh, somebody commented saying 
this sucks. And it was because yeah. the reason that she said that was because she, she felt we should have had our faces like more exposed instead of like, because I remember I did it like on a live uh, Facebook video yeah. and our faces weren't really exposed because we were both in dark rooms. And, uh, you know, she took that to heart and, you know, every time I tell her, I'm like, listen, you want to be in radio. Why don't you just like start a podcast? And she did. But now she's like telling me she's in like a little like funk type thing. And she's like, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know where to get the inspiration, but you. And I'm like, I'm sure there's a lot of places you can, you know, get inspired by it. When you speak to her next, tell her that she's got to start the podcast up again. Because, you know, if people have got nothing better to do than to to post comments like, like that it just doesn't she doesn't even know that person so you know why would she listen to someone's opinion she doesn't know you know they're probably jealous that they haven't started a podcast you know right so so you know and, and the thing about podcasts or anything we're never perfect you know I when I started mine I definitely had imposter syndrome around doing it because I love listening to podcasts so the idea of me putting my own one out was, you know, it kind of like didn't make sense to me, but I was just, you know, passionate about the subject and that over, that overrode everything. So your friend definitely should go again. And start it up again. Absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I tell her this all the time. Now, when people comment, like negative comments, this, that's another form of failure that people uh, take to heart because I know people have said negative stuff to me, but like I've always kept going. Do you feel like yeah. negativity is more of a like a push for some people to keep going, or do you think it's a push for people to uh, quit and just not uh, live their dreams? Well, I, I think it's I think there's a technique that we have to understand. Unless you're around the right people, would you read the right books or? you listen to the right podcast or whatever it may be, if somebody critiques you and it's not very nice, if you don't have that, those insights or that education, then, then our natural instinct is to give up. But if you, but if you understand actually that that, that that critique is coming from a negative place and actually they're probably just jealous that they see somebody that's, you know, trying to do something positive, then if you understand that, then actually just say, you know what, I'm just going to use that as my fuel to get better and better and better and better until they just don't, until you don't hear working with people. So I think you need to, people just need to surround themselves with the right type of people and listen to the right information, read the, read the right books, that type of thing, really. How do you take negative, how do you take negativity? Well, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not the best podcaster at the moment, but that isn't, for me, that's not a problem because I know that the journey, I know that I'm working progress and I know that if I keep at it, keep on learning, listening to listening to the right people that, you know, I respect and, you know, they're, they're giving me advice from the right place then I, I know I get better and, you know, I'm, I'm, and I guess I'm kind of fortunate in the, in the subject that I cover on my podcast, which is all about, I mentioned some of the areas before, 
uh, mindset, you know, transformation and, you know, emotional intelligence, positivity. I'm just reading and having the right types of conversations so I know that negativity and that type of thing, you know, I need to use that as a fuel because my my ultimate goal is overrides all that, if that makes sense. Right. Understood. Um, how long have you been doing podcasting? Not as long as you, because you've been about four years, right? Uh, yeah, about four or five years. Okay, so you're a veteran compared to me. <laughs> I don't so even... I've been doing it. Right. I've been doing it, say... So actually... So I think I've put out around... 50, 50 episodes, maybe, something like that. So I've been... I've, I've been recording for just over a year. But I, I published my first episode i think in july or august of last year really so i've kind of i've kind of like a baby at it really now i mean i've been doing it for about five years and uh i actually i texted my sister to send me the first episode because i deleted the first episode on youtube and uh the first episode was really bad um I mean, and it wasn't bad in the sense where like I like was stuttering over my words. It was more bad in the sense where I just I talked about women, like women, pretty much, like yeah. the flaws and like what I thought. And uh, I had a song in there that I made customly by myself, and I got about like three hundred views on it, first episode ever. And uh, people were, you know saying that they were going to come find me. I had uh, anti-women groups coming after me. Okay, okay, got you. It, it was so bad. With, okay, so, okay, I see what you mean. So there were some content issues that certain women weren't happy with. Yeah, I mean, I okay. I literally had a lot of people, like, you know, coming after me. And I think at some point I had, like, women activist groups, like, you know, trying to find out where I lived <laughs> because I put that episode out there. And um, was it... Did, did people just misinterpret it, or did you just think that you got your messaging wrong? I I think it was just uh, misinterpreted and misinterpreted, and I think I was just more mimicking, uh, like a radio host. I don't know if you're aware of uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern. I like I kind of like went like his route in a way because like it was more yeah. I more mimicked him like back when he was like crazy back in like the nine like in the eighties and the nineties, yeah. but it's yeah. like. I look back on it now and it's like, it's an archive that I want to keep. Like, and I actually have the episode. I'm going to like probably post it on my Facebook page just to say, Hey you guys, here's a throwback from the very first episode. <laughs> but, um, maybe before you do that, put it out to a select pilot it with maybe trusted friends. Yeah. Before you put it out, maybe. Cause yeah, we have to be sensitive these days. And obviously with, you know, me too movement and whatnot. Yeah, you know, exactly. You have to be careful about the type of content you put out. And obviously, you don't want to offend people. So you just have to be careful. I, I, I would speak to your trusted peers, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And I think, like, my ex girlfriend, too, she uh, found the episode because I mentioned her. Uh,
so this girl I dated, she uh, broke up with me for some other guy. And the yeah. running joke, well, his name was PJ, ironically. I don't know why, but it just turned out that way. And uh, I made a joke saying, well, I guess she wanted the P rather than the T. And when I put that in the episode, she you know, messaged me like a week or so later and said, you had his name in there. He's a great guy. Why would you do that to me? And then she said, you better, uh, you better run because uh, we're going to find you. I'm like, who's we? Like. It, and the funny thing is I've been in like, I've, I'm about to get married. I've been in this relationship that I'm in now for about like two, three years. I still see my ex-girlfriend every now and then to this day and every, at the supermarket. And every time she looks at me with such disgust yeah, because it feels like to me, like doing this podcast and YouTube and whatnot, I feel like I've succeeded more and she's still, you know, where she's at today. And I, I think people, hate that when it comes to like you know they see you know somebody they hate succeeding rather than them mm. yeah yeah that, that that can happen but i guess from your perspective it's good just to focus on your grind and not not so much on them because do you know what i mean because you're doing great things with your podcast you know you're gonna have you know career cause is it journalism that you're is that the route that you're looking to get into yeah, I want to do I want to do something with like news or radio, but yeah, with news, it's more news is more negative, and I, I don't like negative. I I like um I like positive things, funny things, and I, that's what I included in the cover letter when I uh, applied for this internship. Okay. I, they said, "What do you want to do with your like with this career?" And I said, "I want to make news in my own special way. I want to do it in a, in a different way that no newscasters have done before, because with the newscasters, they read off of a teleprompter or, yeah. you know, their notes. Now I feel like it would be more unique if we had like, if the news had like a Fox and friends type of a deal, like we'll have one person that does like, you know, straight news. I'll do like a topic of the day or like topic of the day, yeah. weird news to stay in history. And then, you know, somebody will, you know, comment and pitching about that topic. So that like type of feel and we'll have like a weather, you know, woman or a weather man or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like news is only an hour a day, but it should be, you know, two or three hours, you know, for a full, you know, day every day, I feel like. Yeah, no, there is a, there is a, I think a, particularly at the moment with the stuff that's just been going on at the moment with COVID, it's very, negative and i say negative it's, it's, i guess it's very real but it's, it's a lot for people to digest so i think light relief is definitely welcome just to stem the flow of not very good news yeah i mean i i've stopped watching the news to be honest with yeah. just because i'm i'm tired of listening i'm tired of like listening to it and like with the Americans, it's like everyone's getting a stimulus check, like a twelve hundred dollar check, and now on Facebook, everyone's saying, "Oh, well, you know, now that the president that everybody hates is giving you guys money, is he your president?" That like it's just the negative comments that like annoy me, and like it makes me just want to go off on people just because it's the whole. It, it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's totally not worth you know going off on people, but I, I, I just. I ration myself. I listen to a little bit of radio, a little bit of news, but I don't overly do it just because, you know, you kind of, we, we all kind of know what's going on. So as long as, as, long as we're well informed and we know what the do's and don'ts are, then 
them were good. So, so are you, you, you're from Philly, right? Yeah, well, right outside of Philadelphia. Okay, okay. That's the city of brotherly love, they call that, right? Yeah, I call it the city of uh, brotherly shove, to be honest. <laughs> brotherly what? Brotherly uh, shove. What does that mean, sorry? So, in Philly, there's... In Philly, this year alone, I think there's been more deaths, like, you know, a lot of deaths in a year, like, in a few months of 2020 than in a year, from what okay. I've read. And I, the reason I say shove, because there's always something crazy like that, like a shooting or, you know, something, okay, like, messed okay. up in Philly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure what that meant. I was just trying to compute in my head. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. The world's not a very good place at the moment. There's a lot that that goes on over here, unfortunately, as well. We just have to keep ourselves to ourselves, actually, you know. Yeah, and I mean, well, do you find that as a hindrance, like when when you go outside to go shopping or something, or? Not really. I don't. It's not something that you think about when you're going about your, your daily routine, whatever that is. But it is. I, I guess you. I've got my fingers crossed as I'm talking to you, but <laughs> I guess. We're all sensible. We don't go into certain areas. You know, you mix with you mix with the people you mix with, and you just keep yourself to yourself. And you don't. But it's not something that uh, stops me from doing what I want to do. But it is something that we pick up and we read newspapers and we go on our iPads and whatnot and hear stuff stuff that's going on. So and it, yeah, and it's it's not great because. It's, it, invariably, this stuff is always over stupidness, so it's never over. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's always avoid, always avoidable. I mean, with so where I live, I live in an apartment complex, and uh, two big things kind of happened, like crazy things where cops were involved. Uh, someone got into an accident. Excuse me. Uh, they got into an accident, hit a guardrail, and destroyed it. And then there was uh, domestic abuse, uh, like two houses down from me that I witnessed, which I thought that was kind of like, you know, messed up because like, I've lived here for about a year. I never had something like that ever happen in my entire yeah. life. And like some of that stuff that people see, they implement that in their brains a lot and they don't want to go outside. They don't want to go anywhere because they're afraid of what could happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, that does make sense if you're, you know, I've been fortunate, I don't really, I've got to see it up close like that, so, but if you do, then definitely it would influence your keenness to go outside and go to certain areas for sure. Yeah, yeah, I get that, makes sense. Well, even, so, I mean, uh, I think even at, like, a concerts too, because I remember... I think it was in London where there were like, you guys, I think there was like, you know, terrorist threats at uh, concerts every now and then. And I think we have one too in uh, Vegas, in America. Yeah. Well, there's the one with Andrea and Grande, I think in Manchester, where that was a situation where there was a lot of loss of life. So, yeah, it's, you know, we, 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 we live in that climate now, don't we, where terrorist attacks do happen, but... I think, you know, like me, it doesn't mean that, you know, I'd still go to a concert. If I was actually attended the concert and it happened to me while I was there, I might have a different approach, 
you know, if you inter- if you interviewed me after, I might say, man, I'm never going to a concert again. I don't know because I, fortunately, I've not been right there in the mix when these things have happened. But yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I take your point, though, totally. Yeah. Um. So we're going to take a little uh, short break. We're running a little low on time. Then we'll be back in just a few seconds. All right, guys, we are back from that little break. I'm here with Paul once again over the phone. So I just, I don't know, to get back on topic, I just feel like, you know, do you feel like living your life is good, is better than, you know, being scared of what could happen next? Absolutely, absolutely. If, you, if, you, if we focus on, if we worry all the time, then we're not living. We just need to live in the moment in you know whatever positivity we want to bring into the world let's do that and life will take care of itself if some if if, if rubber stuff happens then we navigate yet we navigate that that's part of the podcast that i do stuff does happen negative stuff does happen it's part of life but you know we have to understand that that, that negative stuff that make that makes us stronger that makes us better that makes us more resilient, makes us stronger, it makes us more able to, you know, look after our friends and our families, that type of thing. So the, the, the negative stuff is there, but it's part of life. Right. What, what do you think? Uh, I think everything happens for a reason. And uh, my, my philosophy is, Live your life like it's your last. Now, unfortunately, we, I mean, in our case right now with the whole world, I don't think really anybody can live their life like their last right now with the, with COVID-19 going around. But I mean, once I just feel like everyone should live their life like it's their last and take every opportunity they get because I, I've, I've had a few uh, different, I had a few uh, opportunities that I wish I would have taken in high school and, college but you know i i just never did and i sometimes yeah. it's like hate hate i don't hate myself for that i just hate that i didn't do it yeah but i guess that you learn from that you know we, we learn because i'm sure we've all done that once upon a time and i guess the there's there's always another opportunity right and i guess going through this covid situation i think it should be crystal clear to us all that we need to make the most of whatever our situation is because there's a lot of people that would want to trade places with us who aren't here now. Yeah. And, you know, this is a real wake-up call to all of us to really maximise life, the opportunities, our friends, our family, our health, everything we need to, you know, make sure that we do to, to the max and enjoy because yeah this situation traumatized the world yeah i mean do you think that the whole world as a whole they're we're all going to come together and like you know take it as like hey like this big thing happened uh we should all be like you know a little bit nicer to each other i mean what do you what do you think mm. I'd like to think, <laughs> you, know, you know, people like you and I are rushing the world, maybe, but I'm not sure with, I th- you know what, I guess what I would say, I think for the majority of people, yes, 
people at the top at the top of the tree that that govern countries and lead countries. I'm not sure. You know, there's too much ego and stuff involved, and I don't think that you know it's a game of chess up at the top. So I'm not sure that they have the skill sets to to bring everything together. But I think for the majority of people like you and I, we should definitely use this experience as one to just live just lead better lives and just be more focused on on enjoying the moment. Yep. You know, because you know, it's because things change very quickly. And this is, you know, the world, I don't think, I don't think they've ever experienced anything like this, you know. So I just really feel that there's a lesson for every single person who survives this to, to learn and to make the world a better place. But, you know, what we should do, maybe in a year's time, we'll do another episode and we'll, we'll gauge where we are, where we're at. Definitely. See, I always like bringing the, you know, guests on my show that, that were on my show before because, you know, a year from now, a lot could happen. And yeah, I've, I've been a lot of people who were on my show, you know, from two years ago and they came back on and, you know, they told yeah. me all the, you know, fun things they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. No, it sounds amazing. And, and you've got such a cool podcast as well that people, you know, got lovely flow, lovely style. Listen to to, to Nicholas, I need to listen definitely to some more episodes, so I can totally get why guests would want to come back. Because I like with my with my uh, episodes, I like to do kind of like more of a. I like to interview people, and then I do a deep dive. Like in some cases, sometimes I do a deep dive into their life because someone will say like something tragic happened in my life, and then I'll say, "Hey, well, you know what was tragic." And then that's when the people look at me like, look at me with like a fear or like some like sadness in their face, and they'll go into it. It's like a little therapy session. And yeah. I feel like you know talking more about real life stuff shows what kind of person you are today because it brings out the real, you know, it brings out the real you instead of some people who just put on an act for, you know, the podcast. Like a few people I've had on my show yeah. before. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, and people, you know, if you're talking real life, then people can resonate with that, you know. People can identify with that. So that style definitely appeals to me. I mean, do you... Uh, f- oh, go on. So carry on. So carry on. Uh, I was just going to ask you, I mean, do you feel like that's like... you? Would you ever, like, do that with your podcast, like talking about real-life uh, situations? Yeah, totally. Totally. So some of the guests that come onto the podcast, they, they're talking about real life stuff. So, you know, I have, you know, journalists, doctors, people that, you know, have overcome trials and tribulations in their life, come out the other end on, on top. So it's all very, so I'm very lucky that, you know, the people that come on the podcast are amazing and they're, they're hitting me and the listeners with really really real stuff and and just really informative stuff that you know anybody that listens can pick up it's funny because you know you can have an episode 
and different people will pick up different things that they will take and put into their life. So different people will pick up different things. There might be just something that resonates with somebody that they think, yes, that's exactly what I needed. I'm going to do this as a result. So, yeah, so to answer your question, I'm, I'm on the same page as you, yeah. Awesome. What was your question that you were about to ask? So this, this is off topic. This relates to your conversation with Nicola that I listened to this morning. So when you talked about your honeymoon and stuff, you mentioned about wanting to go to Helsinki. So I was keen to know why Helsinki. Um, well, so there's a show on MTV. You, you know what MTV is, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about like what what's shown over there because I know like different countries have different uh, law. But in any event, I saw something on MTV. It was about Helsinki, Finland. And, uh, you know, I saw the country, looked at pictures. It was beautiful. Yeah. And uh, when I went to college before I uh, dropped out, um, they, they my teacher wanted me to do like your favorite country. And I was like, I don't have a favorite country. Like I had to pick a favorite country, which I thought was like kind of weird. And so I just picked Helsinki and I learned more about it. And uh, just, you know, it's a beautiful, beautiful country. I would love to visit there. And, you know, it just seems like something seems like something I would love. I would enjoy. No, no, no. It's just I'm, I've not been, but I understand it's a cool place to visit. So I was just intrigued by that. So I just thought I need to ask him now. Yeah. Well, I, no. I wanted to ask you that. I mean, I've always I want to go overseas at some point in my life. I want to travel a little bit because that that's my form of living. I hate flying. I've always hated flying, but I mean, sometimes you need to fly to, you know, get to yeah, places absolutely. you need to be. Even, absolutely. even cruises. I'm afraid of cruises because of Titanic, but yeah, but cru- yeah, cruises, are, uh, I believe are quite safe now <laughs> with the technology. Quite safe now. Obviously we've got this coronavirus situation going on, but pre that, I'm sure after that, they'd be totally, fine so um yeah the world's a, bit, a big wide place and it, it needs it needs you in it so definitely get get your plane ticket and come and visit uk for sure and whilst you're in europe you can go and see helsinki as well definitely I, I mean have you ever visited uh the u.s have you ever been over yeah i've been to sadly i've not seen enough of US, but I've been to New York a number of times, probably about four times. But um, I need to, to, you know, I'd love to see all of the states. It's, uh, that, that would obviously take a lot of time and a lot of money, but it's got so many different parts of it I'd like to see. So if I, if I was coming to the US, where would you recommend I go? Um, in, your, in your opinion? Yeah, that's, that's a good question. Um, I would see DC. I've been there once. Okay. Um, DC. I don't like New York. I've been to New York plenty of times. I mean, I was there. I want to say 2017 around Christmas time, which is the worst time to go. I, if you ever come during Christmas, like if you're ever in the U.S. during like uh, Christmas time, don't go to New York. I mean, it, it's too, okay. it's too clustered. Um, not, not London, I guess. Yeah. It's actually, it's not that bad in the summertime. Let's put it that way. It, Manhattan is really okay. awesome. But uh, okay. I, I just think New York, you know, during Christmas time, I wouldn't go. 
Uh, I would go to California. Um, if you ever go to California, go to Hollywood, but just yeah. walk, walk the strip. But Hollywood's like New York, but it's com- uh, if if I had a chance, I probably would not go to Hollywood. I would, but I would go just to see it because I know that's everyone okay. wants to see that. Okay. But, yeah. And uh, and Philly, that's obviously. Good yeah, I'd like to come to Philly because I a lot of music in Philly. So, and you you have got quite cool like music. I don't know what type of music you're in, but there's a few artists I like from Philly. So, I definitely like to go. I've I've just got this idea that you have quite cool music venues, like kind of like boutiquey type music venues. Yeah, I could be wrong. Well, we, yeah, we have music venues. Yeah, so I'd like to check out some music in Philly. What um I listen anything that really catches my ear I'll listen to and then I'll look up the you yeah. know the artist. I mean, what kind of music do you listen to? So I like um, hip hop. Okay. Uh, soul music, but I like good music really. That doesn't doesn't have to just be those genres. I like you know good music, good listening music, but those are the types of music that I listen to. I like some you might. Have, know these but the roots are like the roots and the lyle who are from philly so if i was coming to philly i'm not sure about it i'm not sure they'd be playing they probably don't even live in philly now but um yeah those guys but i love music i also think music is a good way to like um you know get your feelings out there as well and uh you know work through difficult uh, circumstances yeah, what do you mean, sorry? Huh? I didn't get that. So what do you mean by that? Just music working through circumstances. So like, say if like you're going through a breakup or um, you're, say you got into a fight with your best friend or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like you listen to music and then it just goes off from there and you just clear your head. Uh, yeah, no, I see what you mean. Yeah, it kind of takes the steam out of the situation gives you that sense of calm yeah uh, yeah no, that, yeah, that, yeah I agree that makes sense totally but um totally I do listen to hip hop some hip hop I think the hip hop that they have now like the rap uh, rap artists that they have I feel like some of their music is more I don't know it's trashy to me because I I grew up listening to Eminem and uh, NWA and all those guys yeah, because that that yeah. I was born in 1990, so it's like I know all that stuff. I was not 19. I was yeah. born in the 90s, like 95. But uh, it's like the music then compared to now, I think it was better. And I even I was talking to some kid about uh, about this with over Xbox or PlayStation yesterday. Yeah. He was listening to something. I was like, "What is this?" And he was like, "Oh, it's uh so and so." I was like, "Dude, I was like, this music's like trash." He was just like. <laughs> He was like, dude, how old are you? Like 35? I was like, no, I'm 25, actually. And I said, I grew up listening to all these guys. Yeah. Now, certain... I guess... Go on. I carry on. I carry on. I was going to say, now, there are certain artists I like. You know, I listen to ASAP Rocky every now and then, or Drake, yeah. and uh, Post Malone. I love Post Malone. Yeah. But uh, those are the only, like, three that I'll really listen to now because it's, you know, it's not ghetto to me. Yeah, I see what you mean. So, I guess in the nineties there was a lot of classic hip hop and classic artists, and I guess 
there's still some great artists out there, but I guess it's are they classic? I guess time will tell because they're just starting out. But in the 90s was a rich period of hip hop when there's a lot of great artists. You know, Biggie was out, Tupac was out, Jay Z was out, Snoop. You know, the roots from from uh, Philly, Common, Chicago, Tribal Quest. You know, amazing hip hop and these people. You know, you know that was amazing hip hop. Dre's again because these guys are still around now. So you know, if people, if people are, you know, in twenty years' time, if these guys are still around, we know that they've born another great era of hip hop. But the nineties was, you know, we're lucky to be around and listen to hip hop in the nineties. Yeah, I, I feel like those guys are all like the godfathers of uh, of what rap is today. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Just. Yeah, I, I can listen to their albums now, and they still sound fresh, which is is great to me because the percentage of hip hop that comes out, how much of it still there's a lot that still sounds you know we're, you know we're picking the, you know we're at the top of the tree we're picking the elite, but there's a lot that may not have that same freshness that those guys still have. I think that's that's sort of the um, even for us podcasting, I think. I think when all said and done, we want people to be able to listen to our episodes in in 10, 20 years' time and still think, you know what, yeah. I, subjects might have changed, you know, information and technology might have evolved and it might be, and the, and the, the discussion might have moved on a little bit, but, they, but there's certain elements that still resonate. Right. You know? Yeah, no, I got you completely. Now, when you do your podcast, it from a, I think I saw it on a picture. Do you do it from an actual studio, or do you have like your own setup? No, I do it from. Uh, I do it from home, so I do it from home. So yeah, so no, so to be honest, I was I was going to say maybe I'll do it from a studio in the future. You know, if I get big enough, but. Yeah, maybe, yeah, but I, I think from a podcast perspective, it's quite nice being able to have a setup at home, and it's very simple to set up, and you, you know where everything is. You can go and get yourself your water, your tea, whatever it is, and then you're good to go. So, so there is there is comfort in doing it from home, but you know, if I do it from a studio in a year's time, if we do this in a year's time. You know that there's been been huge success, and who doesn't want huge success? Exactly. See, I mean, my when I grew up, when I was a, a senior in high school, my mom and dad they asked what I wanted to do. I said I want to do something with radio or news. Yeah. And they said that's not realistic. And I thought about it. I was like, it is realistic. I mean, you hear about all these great. Yeah, you hear about all these great. Uh, you know, artists and uh, singers and whatnot, and they've made it happen. So I rebelled against their wishes. They wanted me to go to uh, college for, uh, you know, business management or something, you know, realistic. And I said, nope, I'm going to go to school for communications. I went for communications. And then uh, once I got to, I did a two-year school. Once I went to an actual university to finish out my degree, I went there for one semester, didn't learn anything. 
dropped out because I did more stuff here and made money with filming and had professional paychecks coming in from like film projects I did. And I said, you know what? If I can get professional paychecks for just filming a video when I'm just starting out, then I can do the, I can make money doing podcasts and become a pretty big star at this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess from your parents' perspective, parents always have an idea about what they want their kids to do. So parents will always steer their children towards what are the, the obvious careers, whether it be a doctor, a lawyer, those types of careers and maybe the more creative fields to parents seem a little bit more a little bit less stable but a career in production broadcast journalism totally great careers and you know with the right effort application and networking totally possible and and it's the people you meet too Mm, absolutely it's just networking and networking and networking and clearly you're good at that yeah i mean i've had and i've had famous people on my show before i mean i had a famous person come to my parents house who was on uh, reality tv and lives in uh, westchester which is near uh it's like 40 minutes from my house where my mom lived and uh okay. you know they they came to my house and i was like hey mom i was like this is so and so from this tv show my dad was mm. like yeah, my son and I used to watch you, like, all oh, the wow. time. And it was just, like, kind of amazing because, like, you never have a famous person. It, you, I couldn't imagine, like, you know, as a kid having a couple famous people on my show and have one of the guys that was on TV come to my house yeah. to do an episode. Well, that shows you. So, what you, did you just, you just you reach out to your guests, do you? Yeah, I usually, um, I reach out and then... That's how I get my uh, views, depending yeah. on whoever it is. And uh, okay. usually I reach out and every now and then somebody will listen to my episode and they'll reach out to me. Because okay, somebody, somebody did reach out to me a couple weeks ago. And the thing that I didn't put them on my show because I said, hey, uh, let's do it at uh, 11 o'clock Wednesday. He, I waited till 11. I texted the guy and he never answered. So... You know, I gave him a chance. I said, all right, you know, he's not going to answer me because he answered me like three hours later. Then, you know, he said, all right, let's do it 11 on Friday. Friday comes along. It's 11 o'clock. Nowhere to be found. And I said, listen, dude, I said, I gave you one chance before. I'm not going to keep yeah, doing this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I was like, because yeah, you're not dedicated. Yeah, yeah. I agree. God, who they are, you know, there's not a good reason then. You can't. That time, we're just sitting around waiting for people. You know, it's not a good. It's not a good excuse. They did it twice, and that's a no. And and what you use Instagram to reach out to people? Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, sometimes Twitter. Sometimes yeah. I uh, I go for people. I look at their emails. Like so, say if like they don't have uh, if they have like the message and contacting on Instagram, I'll go for their email and I'll message them just because okay, cool. yeah. they'll either see one or the other. Yeah. Okay. Like today okay. I emailed a uh, CeeLo green cause I uh, heard a song that I used that I like from him. And uh, I saw his email on Instagram. I was like, you know what? Let me just reach out for him just for yeah. fun. I'm sure singers aren't like good singers. Aren't really doing much at the moment. It was like professionals, but it was just a, yeah. uh, 
Just a thought that I did. That'd be cool to get Cee Green on, man. He's super talented. Uh, yeah. Um. So, like, you know how, like, on Instagram they have uh the thirty day uh song challenge or whatever. Okay. Uh. So no, I've, always, I, I've, I've seen that, but but carry on. Sorry. So like, there's this um, it's like thirty days of uh music, and you post a different song each day. And my friend was on, my best friend was on like day four. It says a song that makes you think about a past girlfriend and then CeeLo's green song F you was on the, uh, was the song that he picked. I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I haven't heard that song since like, you know, yeah, yeah. since I was in high school. So I started playing that song and singing it. I was like, you know what? I wonder what he's up to. So that's what made me go on. Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. That- yeah, tell him that story, man. If he, if he responds. Yeah, he liked that. Yeah. I mean, it, because like you, a lot of good music that I've listened to were from the 2000s, honestly, because I grew up in that era, obviously. Like, 90s and 2000s were probably the thing, the stuff I'd rather listen to now. But I think I was also yeah. I was also born in the wrong generation because my parents, I would always listen to uh, the Beatles and Queen and, you know, all that. Uh, yeah, but they're, but they're classic, though. They're classic, they're great artists, so, you know... People in a hundred years, you know, when, when we're not here, we'll be listening to those guys. They're just classic music. The Beatles, you know. I would love to get uh, like either Paul or Ringo on, to be honest. You know, if you if you do that, your 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 downloads are going to go through the roof. Oh yeah, I would I would love that. I, I'm gonna. Yeah. I did actually email. Uh, john lennon's sons uh sean and uh julian and i yeah. think sean saw the message he just never responded to me yeah so yeah. i'm trying to get one of those yeah i guess i guess you know in life anything is possible you know the right day the right time you never ever ever know so i hope to get a message for you one day where you say listen to this <laughs> <laughs> and it will be Sean Lennon or somebody. So um, I look for. I, I hope you all see Green. That would be amazing. I would love that. I'll definitely listen to that one. Definitely, and I'll, I'll send maybe. you all the links and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want them, and maybe maybe get the Outcast Boys on there as well. Yeah, I think. Um, or, or Goody Mob because he's in Goody Mob as well. Yeah, <laughs> there's just a lot of like. I feel like networking is a big, it's really big in this day and age and you have to get somebody at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And I, yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know, everybody, they'll always ask me when I have these famous people on, they're like, what's your secret? Like, do you like, did you sell your soul to the devil? I'm like, no, I'm like, I, I guess. And I think about that. I even think about it now. Like, I don't know my secret. I think it's just because like, Back in 2015, after that breakup I had, I just stuck to myself for three or four years. And then I would date a girl or like go out on a date or whatever. But I just stayed to myself for four years with no relationship, go on a date every now and then. And then I just, you know, would hang out with my friends and just get these interviews, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you approach people with, with sincerity and you know, the right way and they like the theme of your whatever you're doing, 
then people will see that and they think, well, yeah, that's worth some of my time. If I can fit it into my calendar and your timing's good, then people will respond. And if you don't reach out, then clearly no one's going to respond because you don't reach out. Not everybody is going to say yes, but if you ask 10 people and you, you get even one yes, that's good. It's good going. And that's what a lot of people, they're, I think they're just like, when I tell people like, hey, do what you love, they're afraid of rejection. And I feel like that's, maybe it's also another confidence thing. Um, It is, it is. But but again, again, if they really want it, and if they do a deep dive into all the people that they admire, they they kick rejection rejection to the curb. That's what everyone, it's not easy, because we have to, we have to get to a point where we prep, where, where we understand the dynamic. We understand that rejection is going to hold us back. You know, we have to take rejection as our enemy. In that, we know that it's there, but it shouldn't deter us from achieving career goals. You know, if we've got a career goal, we want it, like you want to be a, a broadcaster. You know that you can write lots of different applications and there could be a number of rejections there but does that mean that you stop no if you stop that means you won't become the broadcaster but if you carry on it means you've got every chance definitely um we are going to run low on time so i'm going to pick it back up in just a few seconds real quick yeah all right we're back but yeah, no, I, I get what you mean, though. And uh, with me, with my goal and my plan, I'm going to keep going until until I get what I want. That's my goal. That's a good goal. That's a good goal. And I guess what we should do is put it down on paper or somewhere on your, in, your, in your journal or something and then go after do you feel what do you feel like writing stuff down and like posting it on the wall or like a sticky note like on your refrigerator or whatever? Do you feel like that is like a go getter to make you like, you know, all right, this is my goal. I gotta keep I gotta keep to it. Do you feel like that's uh, helpful in some ways? I think where it can help, it can just keep us it can keep that objective or goal in focus. Because there's so much other thing that goes on goes on in our lives that there's lots of distractions. So if we have post-it notes or cue cards or a journal or something or, or reminders, whatever it is, vision boards or whatever it is, if we have something that keeps the goal in focus, clearly that's going to help in, in my view. Yeah, I, I I believe that. Because so many distractions in life that you you know we've got phones, we've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TV, radio, and you know our goals have got to fit in somewhere. So it's kind of they need a prominent place so they stand out. If they don't have a prominent place, it's difficult for them to stand out and get the attention and focus they need definitely um so is there anything else you want to uh want to talk about before we end the show um yeah i, I guess I, I first i'd just like to thank you 
opportunity to appear in your podcast, which has you know, been great. And as I said, I've listened to one of your episodes and I will be listening. I can go through your library now because you've, you've done five years' work. So, so yes, I look forward to that. And, yeah, man, just stay safe. And hopefully, if you come to the UK, you can meet myself and Nicola in London. Definitely. I would love to do that. Um, I'll actually, I will send you like my, you have a Facebook, right? Indeed, yes. I'll send you, um, like I'll send you my channel, like the TJTV uh, channel on, uh, on a uh, messenger here. But before Perfect. like, um, before this was called TJTV, it was called TJ talks. And, uh, you're aware of Ted talks, right? Yeah. I love Ted talks. Well, Ted talks emailed me. It was like about a year or two ago. And so I was using their name for copyright, and I actually did that did an episode about that. And I don't know where they found me or how they found me, but I was going to get sued if I didn't change my name. Unfortunately, it's good. It's good that you're making enough noise that they found you. Though that's positive. There's positive in there. And it, it was weird yeah. though. Like you know what I mean? I never would expect a big uh, corporation yeah, like that's, like that. Yeah, that's interesting that they found you. But you don't want to get sued by, by TED Talks. Oh, so yeah. What you, what you should have done, you should have said to them, look, I'm happy to take it down, but can we just be reasonable? Why don't you let me do a TED Talk and I'll take it down? That's what you should have done. Then you could have got your own little gig, your own little episode. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, that that could have worked. That would that probably would have worked, actually. Now I didn't even think about that. I was young and naive back then, at the age of twenty three or twenty two, yeah. whatever age I was. Yeah. But no, you, um, you, you, did the, you did the right thing, taking it down, and you know they'll, they'll be reaching out to you in a few years. You know, if you've still got the communication, maybe say to them, "I want to talk about this or subject," and say, "Look, I'm available for for an episode." So. Yeah, I mean, I changed. I did. I did email them. I said, "Listen, I'm, I'll change the name for you guys. You know, just let me keep. You know, they said I oh, will let you keep every episode, but just change your name, or it yeah. could be worse." And I said, "All right." So I changed the name, kept all my episodes. So it's like I didn't have to start from scratch again, which was perfect. Yeah. yeah. No. It, to be to be fair, it's good that you, you know, just changed it because, what well, again, that would have been getting sued by, by, by TED Talks, you know. Yeah. No, no, one needs, no, no one needs that. It's just a waste of time. But I'm glad that all uh, worked out. But I'm glad this worked out too because, like, you know, I had a good time actually talking with you. No, I, I, had, I knew I'd have a great time when I listened to the episode earlier. So it's been great talking to you. And, uh, you know, I'm looking for that message around confirming that CeeLo Green has been, has appeared and I'll be able to listen to the episode. <laughs> or Sir Paul McCartney. With, yeah, that would be maybe that's the thing. Maybe, maybe that'd be that that would be cool, man, if you got both of them on at the same time. I think they'd enjoy that. We're gonna see. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best. Yeah, that that would be amazing. That'd be amazing. Because you, you could help. If you got them on the episode at the same time, I'm sure that they would discuss ideas about putting something out, which I think would be amazing, those two together. I think they'd put out something incredible. Yeah. 
I mean, well, talking with you though, you like, I don't know what it was, but like when I have certain guests on and you're one of them, it just brought like inspiration to me like right away. Yeah. And that's what your podcast is really about when you were, when we were talking earlier. So kind of like, you know, I want to listen to your podcast too, as soon as I like, you know, get done with this, but, uh, you know, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, 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 there's loads of episodes on there. So, you know, listen, let me know what you think. I definitely value your opinion. You've been doing this a lot longer than me. If you've got any listeners that need support, you know, in terms of mindset, growing their mindset, that they've got imposter syndrome like I had and they don't think they can do it, they can, definitely check out an episode and I'm sure they'll be inspired, not so much by me, but the guests that are on there that have great narrative about whatever the subject is we're discussing so yeah because I, I just I guess my last point is I think greatness is in all of us and I think that if we don't give up if we don't treat failure as black and white in terms of you know success failure is part of success so if we just open our eyes to that then everything and anything is possible I like that um, what was I going to, if you ever need me on your podcast, like if you want me to come on and like, I'll talk about my life or whatever, I can just let me know or work absolutely, something. Absolutely. What we'll do is we'll think of a, um, we'll, put, we'll book some time in and we'll have a little chat around what an episode could look like and we'll sort something out. All right. Yeah. yeah. That works with, that works with you. Yeah. Let's just, um, let's, uh. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I don't know how long we're, I'm free until you know what I mean. I don't know if I could be here for another month. So I mean, we could we could still like, work something out though. Yeah. Okay. So what, what, when you say for another month, are you traveling somewhere? No. I mean, I just don't know with like work and stuff. You know what I mean? I don't know when I'm exactly going back. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, but we can we can figure something out. We can figure something out. What we'll do? We'll schedule some time. It may be. Monday or something, we'll have a chat and see what we can do. All right, sounds good, definitely. But um, and thank, thank, thank you so much. I, I, you know, it's been, it's been fantastic. They, I, I look forward to this coming out and sharing. sharing. Definitely, it's going to be up. Uh, it's going to be up probably around four uh, fifteen ish today. Oh, amazing. Okay, come, okay. Well, send me the links and whatnot, and I'll share it. Definitely, and then I'll you know I'll take a picture. Uh, I'll take a picture of your podcast, like or your Instagram page, and like post it on my story and my Instagram and all that, Twitter and all that stuff. And I'll, and I'll, do, and I'll do the same. And what we can do is connect on those platforms. Definitely. And what we can do is g- give me a ping tomorrow, maybe. I mean, maybe not. Maybe I'll message you after this, actually, and then we can work out when we can maybe discuss episode ideas. Okay, um, I'll send you links to my personal uh, Facebook page, and uh, you want me to send you a link to my Twitter as well? That way we'll just follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. All right, it was nice talking to you. Amazing talking to you, and congratulations on five years in the game. Thank you. Take care, man. All right, I'll, t- I'll talk see to you. Bye. Ne- yep, see ya. All right, guys, that was the podcast. Whoop. We are going to take a little break and uh, we'll be back in just a few seconds. So uh, let's get it.
All right, guys, that was the podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you like, subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, much, much more. Go follow me, TJ Vlogs, on YouTube, Police and Photography and Videography on Facebook. And then go follow me, Storyfire, TJ's Vlogs as well, uh, TJ TV on Facebook. You can see all my past episodes. Uh, Gleason Photography and video- Videography Experience on YouTube. Go check that out. Or you can see all my older episodes from the very beginning. And uh, my first episode should be out very soon. I don't know if it's going to be a podcast or if it's just going to be the video that I did. But we're going to look more into that. That's it for the show, guys. See you guys Friday for another episode. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. And peace out. my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm, where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and